Welcome to a special interview episode of Broadway Radio. My name is Matt Timonetti. On today's episode, I am in conversation with actor, singer, dancer, and songwriter Clyde Alves. Most recently, you've seen him on Broadway as Tommy in New York, New York. That was actually his ninth Broadway show, dating back, ironically, to another character named Tommy. He played Tommy Gillis in the 2000 revival of The Music Man. But today, we're primarily not here to talk about his theatrical career. Instead, he has a concert of his original music coming up at Chelsea Table and Stage on Monday, November 20th. And I've got to tell you, longtime listeners know I don't listen to a lot of music, uh, or new music especially, or anything that is not specifically theater-related. But when I knew that I was going to talk to Clyde, I really dove into the music that he's released. He has a recent single, which we'll talk about here in a second, as well as an EP. And it's just really, really fun, well-written, catchy stuff. So if you have a chance to get over to Chelsea Table on stage on Monday and see it, I highly, highly recommend it. We talk quite a bit about his latest song that he released just last year called It's Still a Party. And while the song is fun, it's infectious, and it is upbeat and melodic, He penned a really lovely essay on his website, which I will link to in the show notes, telling the story about how this song came to be. And I don't want to spoil a ton of it because we do talk about it in the episode, but has a much deeper meaning than what the lyrics and especially the bouncy melody might otherwise belie. In addition to that song, we talk about some of the other music that he does and why music in general is so ingrained into his family, both the Alves family at large, including his sister Tessa, who has also done her fair share of Broadway shows, most recently in Beetlejuice and Diana the Musical, but also his wife, Tony nominee Robin Herter, and their son, who has kind of gotten into the act literally as well. It was just a really charming conversation with Clyde and as someone who I only knew as an as an actor to kind of have an opportunity to pull back the curtain from a different side of his artistic life uh, was really wonderful. And I really, really enjoyed it. And pretty much all of the songs that he has on Spotify are now on my favorite songs playlist. So they are showing up in rotation quite a bit here recently. Of course, we will have information on where you can purchase tickets to see Clyde Alves at Chelsea Table and Stage on Monday. And... He will have a few familiar faces backing him up, his sister Tessa and his wife Robin. So with all of that out of the way, here's my conversation with Clyde Alves. All right, Clyde, coming up in just a little less than a week now on Monday, November 20th at Chelsea Table and Stage, you have a show of original music. And to say that this is a family affair, I think would be, would be fair in in a number of ways. But then as I kind of started to go through some of the songs that you'd released recently, it seems like a lot of your music comes with at least some tinge of familial connection there. Why is, (laughs) is, why is music such a part of you and your family and their connection? What does that mean for, you as a group and why you like to do it together. Yeah. So honestly, it's all just sort of like a very sort of uh, natural thing. Like I'm not trying to, you know, and I totally respect uh, people that try to achieve something specific with their music. But for me, um, I'm an open book and it's just more about um, it's, it's a therapy for me. And then as I was, sort of started performing out and people were listening to my music and asking me about, you know, do you have any recordings or albums? Um, I 
I realized that, you know, I love to just express myself through music. And it's it's one of those things that I can always have um, access to creatively, you know, no matter what's going on in my stage career. I always have uh, my guitar and a room and, and my voice and my feelings and my thoughts. So I decided to just write about uh, what I'm feeling, what I, what I'm going through at that moment. And it just so turns out that, you know, we had a child, you know, nine years ago and for the last, you know, almost decade, it's my whole world has been about, you know, that part of my life and my family and, you know, how that connects to, you know, my work and, and, and my friends. And so I think just naturally, those are the things that I've been writing about because I don't have, you know, um, a big studio saying, hey, you have to write about this. You have to re release a single about that. Um, it's just given me like totally, total creative control to to do what's honest. And so I guess to try to answer your question, it's just an honest portrayal of what I'm going through. And it just so happens that my wife, you know, Robin Herter is is a singer and, and, and actress and all that as well. So she enjoys that part, you know, sort of escaping from the theater and just sitting, you know, in our living room or in a bedroom and just and playing and singing together. And so as much as I'd like to say, hey, this is just mine. This is for me. It really is. It's it's it it's about the whole family. And also my son, Hudson, um, <laughs> he's a. He's not somebody who we've decided, you know, to push. He's sort of, you know, to sing or to dance or to act. But, you know, he's just been around it all, all his life. And it's been a natural way for him to express himself. And funny enough, we bring him to gigs, honestly, in the beginning, uh, just to sort of save money with babysitting. And <laughs> over time, he started asking, you know, can I can I get up and do that little part in that song? And of course, I'm not going to say no. And so it's been a natural progression. Um and, and here we are. And I just, to be honest, I asked him a few days ago because we had him last year at Ch Chelsea table and stage Hudson, you know, get up and sing. And I only asked him like yesterday, do you want to, do you want to do it again? And he was like, yeah, sure. I'll do that dad. So here we are. <laughs> well, I, I think anybody who follows at least Robin, but, but you as well, but especially Robin on social media, you know, that yeah. Hudson is not shy, uh, by any means. <laughs> she often brings him into some of her more elaborate, uh, uh, videos as well, but it's interesting, you know, you talk about kind of being an open book and this is kind of your way to talk through some of the things that are going on in your life. The most yes. recent single that you released, it's still a party when you listen to that song, it's very upbeat. It's fun. A very cool vibe. Lots of great instrumentation in there. But Thank then you. as you start to listen to the lyrics and then do a little bit of of, of reading about what that song's about, that is a it, it's a it's a heartwarming but also kind of bittersweet story uh, about that yeah. song. And it, it seems like a, a perfect, you know, encapsulation of your relationship with your mother and your siblings relationship uh, with your mother. And it's a, it seems feels like a really great Testament to who she was, even though the vast majority of people who probably hear that song didn't know her at all. Absolutely. Yeah. No, thank you so much for that. Um, it's one of those things that like, again, like, why am I doing this? You know, I'm doing this to express myself and to try to, you know, and with music, you can write about so many different things. And I, I tend to sort of like lift myself up and maybe, you know, if I'm lucky people around me in times when, 
you are actually feeling something that's, you know, uh, painful or, or complicated. Um, but what I try not to do at the same time is, is be a downer, you know, because, you know, speaking about my mom, one of the things I, I, I'll take forever from my mom is that, you know, even when she got sick in the end, in the last six months, um, we were taking care of her. She, she, she never lost that, you know, no matter what happens, you know, no matter what we're going through, we still have our life when we have it. So let's live it to its fullest. And so even with this song, which just sort of came out of, you know, me being in the hospital with her, you know, a few days after she had a stroke, which ended up, you know, a couple of months later being diagnosed as, you know, a brain tumor. Um, it came out of me having wanting to spend a week with her in the hospital, but her not really having her words because she lost her speech for a few weeks there. And the one thing that I know that that my mom and I have always had in common is music in the arts. And so I thought, you know what, I'll fill the time with music. I'll bring in my instruments and we'll, we'll play and, you know, we'll see, you know, what comes out of that. And through sort of a game of charades, my mom wanted to write a song and she didn't, she had a few words, but not all of her words. And so I came up with this little sort of lick on my uke and that sounded fun. And she sort of perked up and she got excited about it. And then I started like asking her what she was feeling and, and what she wanted to say. And so I found the words for her. Um, but we wrote that song together while uh, she was in the hospital. And of course, we didn't know at the time what was ahead of us, but we also knew um, that nothing was for certain. So we wanted to sort of, it became sort of our mantra. It's still a party uh, that whatever we're going through, we're, we're going to celebrate what we have when we have it. And um, I was able to get her to be on that recording when she yeah. gained her speech back before she, she took her ultimate, um, you know, uh, decline. And it's something that um, it wasn't like, I didn't plan the whole thing when I started it. I just did what felt right at the time. And now that I have that recording um, it's, it's something it's it's a it's a piece of her that you know I'll be able to have in here forever, and also um, strengthening my idea about you know what the point of living this life is. So um, yeah, people have been really responsive to it. It's a it's a really fun uh, recording, and I and I even though it is about something you know kind of kind of serious and a little bit heavy and a little bit bittersweet. Um, she loved, you know, she loves island music and she, she loved reggae and she loved all that stuff. And she wanted, uh, she wanted it to ultimately sound like that. So after she passed, um, we made this recording and I'm super proud of it. Yeah. It definitely has that vibe of like in the, I don't know, maybe, maybe mid to late eighties, early nineties, where you got a lot of those island inspired pop songs, whether yes. it was, uh, you know, the, the Paul Simon stuff or yes. Huey Lewis in the news and stuff like that. So yeah. I, I loved that vibe to the song and, uh, it, it's really special. So I'm, I'm very glad that you and your family and your mother have that, uh, to remember. Cause it, like I said, it, it really does feel like you get to know her, especially because she is actually on the track, um, whether you knew her or not. Yeah. So that's that's fantastic. Yeah. Going from that to some of the other music that you're going to be performing at Chelsea Table and Stage and other stuff from your EP, where does that come from? You talked about, you know, you're writing about the stuff that you're going through in, uh, you know, in everyday life. I guess, how does inspiration strike you? Is it 
you're sitting there, you're making sure your son gets dressed for school and you something hits you or does it kind of develop a little bit more uh, over weeks or days? How, how does how do these everyday yeah. occurrences turn into songs? You know, it's interesting you just asked that because I've, I've been asked sort of this question, but not a, many times, but not exactly how you're asking it. Um, like, how do I sit down and write a song? Um, but to, to answer it, um, it's sort of a combination of long term feeling and things that like sometimes melodies or even like just a chord structure that I came up one one with one night sitting in front of the fire. I was like, oh, I really like that. And sometimes a melody will come in right away or I'll just hear the chord structure for weeks. And then all of a sudden, one day washing the dishes, a melody will come like pulsating in. I'll be like, oh, my God, that's the melody to that song. And when I find the melody, I I it becomes a little bit of um, it becomes a little bit of an exercise for me to sit down and stop and think what am I feeling? Like, what am I actually feeling right now to listen to my body, to listen to my mind? What, 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 what are my general thoughts? And I basically do that to usually pick sort of what this song is going to be about. So I marry just a chord structure that I've been playing naturally to what's kind of going on in my life and how I'm feeling. And sometimes that's a long-term thing. And sometimes like you just said, my son will, or my wife or a friend will say something and it's just like a line and it's just sort of like, oh, my God, that's it. That's a song. And I'll use that um, in my music. And it's a really fun way to write, because, again, like I said earlier on, I don't have anyone telling me what I have to write about. So it, it, it complements my my theater stuff really nicely because, you know, I love being on stage. I love um, putting my interpretation on a script, but it is somebody else's script, you know, so. This is um this is the one script that I get to write every day um and kind of on my own time. Speaking of uh, speaking of that, what as an artist, what is it about these two kind of very different parts of your life and career that feels like hey, I can do one and I enjoy one, I can do the other and I really enjoy that, but being able to do both, how does that provide balance either to your life in general or to the other part of your performing career? Because I would imagine that having this outlet of writing and performing your own stuff might make it a little bit more uh, exciting when you get back on stage to speak and sing somebody else's words in, in music. You know what? That That's exactly right. That's exactly true. And, um, you know, to the beginning of that, that question, I, to my, to my fault, maybe I've never been one to be like, how can I use this music to further my stage career or how can I use my stage career to further my music? For me, it's always been two kind of, you know, separate, they've lived in very separate parts of my life. Um, but as time goes on, and I suppose as people sort of start to listen um, to me in those both, both of those separate worlds and as social media has evolved, people are starting to cross over. Like some of my music, people that you know found me in a, at, a, at a bar or at a venue will be like oh you're an actor i didn't know that and then they'll come see a show and vice versa somebody will come see a show and be like oh my i see that you you write and they'll pop up at one of my gigs and that has been a really beautiful slow burn over the years um to see that actually come together and i suppose without me marketing myself that way it's just naturally become you know that thing slowly over time but as far as 
how it how it helps me it it constantly it it helps out all those ebbs and flows that you get um in a theater career where sometimes it's really hot and you're extremely busy and you can't you don't have time for anything else it's just eight shows a week rehearsals learning a show auditioning all that stuff i love that um then then there are times when a show closes or or something happens and you're not you're not working you know every single day or every single week or month it helps me balance out that creative desire that i always have that never goes away so i can stay a little more even creatively and you know when that thing goes away for a while or i like to call i like to look at them as seasons you know when that season shifts i go back into my music you know i was recently in um in a show called new york new york that was on broadway and it was an amazing experience um when it ended i what did i have i had my music and to be honest for the last few months i was starting to really miss that music <laughs> so it 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 kind of saves me in in times that feel like you know feel like they're a little bit more isolating and um the other part that i would say about what it does for me as far as the kind of balance that it creates in my life is i've noticed that when i'm writing a song when i'm engaged in in preparing for a gig and i'm I'm singing every day and I'm picking up that guitar and I'm sort of like ex expressing that artistic side of myself. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, I get an audition. I'm in this, I'm in a zone already because I've been, I've been doing that thing already. I haven't just been sitting watching TV, you know? So it's also helped me shape my voice. I haven't always had like the typical Broadway sound. Um, and now I found it, through kind of the way I sing naturally, you know, the way I, I write and the kind of melodies I like to sing. And it's helped me fine tune my ear a little bit more, even for when I have to learn music, you know, um, for the stage. So again, like I, I'll talk forever. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk your ear off, but no, 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 this is great. I love this. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. But it, it just sort of helps me stay even. And I've noticed without trying or without wanting it to, it has over time, both you know art forms have informed the other in in one way or another um and that's kind of that's another sort of like byproduct that is, has been a little bit of a surprise to me but um you know again reinforces the fact that i think once you open yourself up to truly being who you are and truly um sort of surrendering to that and 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 hard work and and dedication and consistency you can find something that um, can ultimately ultimately be the strongest form of yourself as a person and as an artist. When you do have some time away from either a show or a, a music gig, uh, I have to imagine that when you and Robin go out for a night on the town, the the dancing is probably pretty electric with you two. Um, <laughs> When, when you two go out and cut a rug on your own without any choreography or or anything else uh, being dictated to you for a job, what do you guys like to dance to, either music-wise or dance style or anything like that? Well, I mean, okay. So when we go out on the town, we... we no pun get, intended. I mean... No, No pun intended to a former <laughs> show that you were in. Yeah. 
We don't. We you know when we you know when we actually dance. We dance together at weddings. We dance together at mm. openings, like Broadway openings, yeah, yeah, weddings. Yeah. Um, those are the kinds of things. That's when we actually get out and we start dancing. And it's all the stuff. It's everything from old school, you know, eighties, nineties, two thousands to like new school, you know, pop. Um, we like it all. We're we're both very eclectic with the kind of music that we like. Um, of course, it has to be danceable. Um. It usually happens after, you know, um, one or two or more drinks <laughs> um, <laughs> and we let it fly. But when it's actually like a date night, we don't we don't really we don't really dance. In fact, we we enjoy we enjoy food. So we'll find an amazing, incredible place that we've always wanted to eat at. And we really, really enjoy jazz. So we do a lot of like, you know, listening to music, especially live music. Um, that's sort of like our personal her and I connection together. But when we're in a group, um, it's usually like Broadway openings, uh, weddings. Uh, we, we do like to cut a rug. We've had, we've had some good times. All right. All right. Do you remember what the first thing you danced to that was not, I don't know. Did you guys meet in nice work? Um, or did you know each so other before met, that? Yes. We met actually quite some time before that. Um, okay. We've, we, we met in, well, we met Matt in 2001, which is sometimes okay, so ago. long. Before, started, yeah, long before Nice yes. Work, if you can get it. Yeah. Yes. And then we started dating in 2004. Um, so, uh, oh, yeah, we we had been together for a while. And we were already actually married before Nice Work. Uh, we so to, to answer your question, uh, I came to New York many years ago. I uh, did a show called uh, The Music Man, the Broadway revival with Susan Stroman. And um, a year after that, and, and and when I left the show, I decided, you know, funny enough, I was I was a young dancer, singer, actor, and I had only done like <laughs> I had been very lucky, and the kinds of things that I had done were were all big, you know, production contracts. And I thought to myself, God, it would be cool to see what like you know summer stock is like. <laughs> so I went to <laughs> Maine and did a season over there uh, at Maine State Music Theater. Robin is from Maine. And she was a local. And that's where I first met her. Um, three years later, I went back to that theater to do another season. And, and and Robin also went back after she had been touring. And that was when our relationship began. So we we met. Um, it was it was Guys and Dolls and the Scarlet Pimpernel when we met. Oh. <laughs> and then we exactly. And then when we we started dating, it was a production of Brigadoon where um where uh, I was Harry Beaton and she was Bonnie Jean. And so um, that was the beginning of our relationship. And we've, again, also like not been that couple that's been like, we want to work together. We want to work together. What we really want to do is be together, stay together, live together. Um, but somehow uh, we have had the opportunity to actually work together many times, whether, you know, in the city, in a show, like nice, nice work, or away um, in regional theater and on tours, we were uh, touring with the chorus line when we got married. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it, it was it was it was way back when we met doing theater in Maine, and um, yeah, we're still doing it. That's awesome. Well, uh, very cool. And I do want to mention, I, I think I, I saw I saw this on your social media, but I'm I'm not sure if it's still the, the case. Is your sister going to be a part of your concert uh, as well yes. at Chelsea Table on stage? Okay. Yes. Yeah. My sister, Tessa Alves, she's an incredible performer herself, and she's done some Broadway shows. 
And um, she's recently just sort of moved back to the north of Toronto area, which is where all my family is from. Um, but she's coming back. She's going to be here for the show. Um, she's going to sing with me a little bit, just sort of like she did um, last time. And uh, yeah, she's uh, her her voice. Like I, I thought when I came to the city that I was going to be like a pop rock guy <laughs> in theater. Somehow my look or my skills has sort of generally um, I tend to get cast in sort of more classic things. And then my music is is my expression of the pop and the rock and all that. But my sister, Tessa, has always had a real rock pop voice and she gets cast in those shows. And it's just honestly, it is it is a pleasure to hear her sing. And she did that. She's on that recording of It's Still a Party. Um and she's gonna be thinking some other tunes uh, back up with with my wife as well, so that's gonna be good. Yeah, not not a bad pair to have singing backup, I guess. So, no, uh, you could no, do I'm worse. really, I'm really lucky. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I, I will wrap this up and let you go. But for people who are gonna come and see the show at Chelsea Table and Stage next Monday, November twentieth, what is the vibe that you hope they leave with? Uh, obviously, if if people come in knowing you from theater and, and haven't heard your music before it might all be new to them so what yeah. are what are you hoping that they take away either from the the, the music itself or the lyrics or the message or the show uh, that you guys are going to put out on stage yeah um you know listen it's 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 gonna be like generally i think from uh, i don't like to describe what what my music is i just like to do it but as far as the feedback that i get you know people are like oh my god it's like it's like island you know pop rock folk reggae it's just it's feel good music whether i'm actually writing about something that is really exciting or something that's you know um more of a complicated uh, situation it always feels and sounds good and so along with that sound um i really take a lot of time with the words that i use and i hope that you know people will leave feeling good but there'll be, you know, lines here and there from different songs that will sort of stick with them and make them think about, you know, what it means or how that connects to them. I think that's like the extra part of my songwriting that is really exciting. You know, when I have somebody text me a week or two or a month or a year later and be like, oh, my God, I can't get this song or this line out of my head. <laughs> and I think that is my that's my ultimate goal when I write songs or things that like sort of last and stick with you forever and, and can maybe even, you know, help you. So um, it's going to be a great vibe. Um, I, I think the show is already selling really well. And I know there's going to be a lot of really fun people there. My band is insane. I don't know how mm. these people say yes to playing with me, but they, but they have, and it's going to be really high energy the whole time. And um yeah, I, I'm, I'm super excited for it. So I hope to see as many people there as possible. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting about all of this. This was uh, so much fun. And like I said, I've loved diving into the music over the last few days to uh, kind of immerse myself in it. And uh, I hope you have a, a great show. And uh, I am sure that uh, everybody who is there is going to have a, a wonderful time as well. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for asking me to do this. And uh, yeah, just like wonderful questions and thoughtful. And uh, I appreciate it. <laughs>